Tonight on the Dinosaur Rewind, we discuss rookie buy-sell-hold scenarios, all that and more, starting now. You are now listening to the Dynasty Rewind. Welcome back to the Dynasty Rewind, everybody. I'm your host, Michael Bauer. The best in the business is back in business. Fresh off vacation for me, which is why you heard myself, Nate, and Brandon last week. But we are back yeah, I'm your host, Michael Bauer, joined as always by my faithful co-host, Nate, the professor, Christian. Nate, what is up, my friend? Hey, Mike, I'm excited for this weekend. I'm going to be seeing you and Chev is one of Ooh. our favorite times of the year. Can't wait. Yes, and let's get right to him as well. Also joining me, we've got my other faithful co-host, Chev Nooney. Chev, what is good, my friend? I am, I am just blessed, man. I'm ready to just get to Canton at this point. Thursday night, get to cuddle with Garrett Price. And then who knows what the next night's going to bring with the Dynasty Boys. But I'm excited. It's going to be a good time. I'm so excited. And in case you're wondering what we're talking about, the Kitten Fantasy Football Expo, or as my wife calls it, my nerd convention that I go to every year. It's happening from August 8th to 13th. Look, it's a reason to go to Canton, Ohio, aside from the Pro Football Hall of Fame. It's great. You get to come out, meet the Rewind crew. You get to meet other great podcasters, writers. There's people there from SiriusXM. Uh, Des Bryant's going to be there this year. I don't yeah. know if anybody knew about that. So you can come cheer or boo Des Bryant, depending <laughs> on your um, your fandom. I will not boo Des Bryant personally. I'll say, hey, Des, I think you caught it because I think he did. Um, yeah. But, you know, Des, hey, he wasn't a rookie when that happened, so he would not quantify, qualify. Qualify. He wouldn't work for this one. Today, we're talking about some rookie buy, sell, hold scenarios. So, look, there's guys that we're going to be in and out on. We want to know why. And are there any guys that we're out on for this year? But we we just want to keep an eye on for later. Maybe their taxi squashes. Got to bring that one back. And, you know, if there's any out that we're out on, we want to sell in general. We're going to let you know. Do you guys like this new layout? I kind of like the new layout here. I do. Love yeah. It. Love yeah. It. So it's pretty nice. If you listen to us exclusively on podcasts, we appreciate you listening. Thank you very much. But hey, check out our YouTube channel. We have more than just two releases a week. We have four, sometimes more in season two. You can see our beautiful faces as well. So my question for you guys is, are you buying, selling, or holding Quentin Johnston at the cost of Brandon Ayuk or a mid-24 first with the long-term expectation of being a high-end wide receiver too? Um, now, I know Nate is a Brandon Ayuk fan. I am as well. Chev, before we get into this, are you a Brandon Ayuk guy? Are you... What are yeah, I mean, I, I think he's a good football player. I mean, you saw last year what he can do when he gets the opportunities mm-hmm. to do so. And, you know, that offense does have a lot of pieces, but, you know, that offense also is going to open up a lot for him, I think. And, you know, we might not see the big boom games every single week, but I think we're going to see weeks where he's consistently being that wide receiver, too, that we know he can be. And, you know, you really can't discount him. He's a guy that played so well last year. He could be a wide receiver one for other teams in the NFL, too. So I think you have to respect his game. He was in the doghouse for a little bit. Now he's back. So I think Ayuk has a good shot to continue what he was doing last year, I think. 
And just for clarification, last year, Brandon Ayuk, 78 catches, 1,015 yards, and eight touchdowns. So, Chev's right on some teams. I mean, I'm sure the Bears would love to have Brandon Ayuk <laughs> on their team. Yeah, we would. For we would. sure. So, I think, you know, when you're looking at this trade, we also had to look at Quentin Johnston being projected as, you know, the long-term expectation of a wide receiver too. High-end wide receiver too. We're not saying that's what's going to happen. That's what we're projecting for this exercise. He's also in a, in a convoluted wide receiver situation is that sure it's a little murky maybe vocabulary maybe with the ceo you're welcome we got keenan allen there we got mike williams um jalen guyton still hanging out josh palmer is still there look and i know that you think that these guys aren't anything for fantasy and they may not be but if they're positionally ahead of somebody on the depth chart it does matter um but chef why don't we start with you since i asked you about quinn johnson what, what are you doing buying selling holding do you like this cost you like his long-term expectation, or what would you do differently here? Yeah, I like what Quinn Johnson brings to the Chargers. I mean, he's a guy that can go up and make plays. He's a guy that can be speedy and open up the offense a little bit for Justin Herbert. I mean, Keenan Allen's going to really benefit from him, I think, as well. Mike Williams should see some good targets as well. I mean, he's not having to be the wide receiver two, wide receiver three. We have other places we need to go with coverage at this point. But, you know, I, I'm going to be selling for Brandon Ayuk or a mid-24 first. I still think there's a lot of mouths to feed at this point in that offense with Keenan Allen. You still got Eckler there that's going to get a lot of passes as well. Mike Williams just hasn't stayed healthy. So I think Quinn Johnson could take over that role. But at this point, I want Brandon Ayuk or a mid-24 first. I think that, you know, it could be a slow start for Quinn and Johnson in that offense. I know they want to pass the ball down the field more, but – I, I think I trust Brandon Ayuk more at this point. You know, maybe if you're a rebuilding team, Quinn Johnston would be the play. But if you're competing, I think Brandon Ayuk is a good piece to get if you're trading Quinn Johnston at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, <clears throat> even if if you're like a mid-level team, I still think Brandon Ayuk is a good piece to go after. He's definitely going to help you push you towards the playoffs more than a Quinton Johnston will. So I agree. Chev, I'm with you on this one. Give me Ayuk. Give me the 24 first, and I'll tell you why. I know that there's some good players coming out next year, some guys that I might prefer more than Quentin Johnston. Nate can tell us about those guys. What I can tell you is I want the Brandon Ayuk or first side. Nate, tell me what your thoughts are here, and if you're on the Ayuk or pick side, tell me who maybe I could look for in the middle. Yeah. Or first round. So I'm also going to be on the same side as you guys. I like Quentin Johnston's potential. I like that he's linked to Justin Herbert. But I don't think he's one of the top wide receivers in this class. I don't have him, you know, anywhere up there with JSN, Jordan Addison, even you know Zay Flowers. So yeah, I got to get got to get Zay in there. He's killing it this training camp uh, by all accounts. So uh, Quentin Johnson, I do like Brandon Ayuk more um, on just about any team. Uh, Mid twenty twenty four first, you know, there I might be picking up a top running back like Trevion Henderson, Braylon Allen, uh, Raheem Sanders. Might be able to pick up. Uh, no, not Marvin Harrison Jr., but maybe his running mate, um, Igbuka. Igbuka. I'm, I know I probably messed that up, so I'm sorry. I think Bob taught me how to. Yes, Igbuka. You were really Bob close. Taught me how to say it, and I forgot it already, so I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but those guys, you know, I, I do have rated higher than Quentin Johnston looking in the future. So I'm going to stay on selling Quentin Johnston. If it's a late 24 first, though, I'm down with making that move for Quentin Johnston, especially a competitive team. You know, bringing a young wide receiver with the potential, because I think he has the potential to be that wide receiver too. Um, You know, in the future, if Mike Williams and Keenan Allen kind of move out of the way and he can take over that one role. 
but also I do have some doubts about Quentin Johnson, just his, you know, prospect mold. It's a very uh, risky, high bust, high boom rate, you know, kind of high risk, high reward. So we'll see what happens. Look, the Chargers, they're known. They have no problem drafting a wide receiver in the first round. So these guys get out of the way in the next year or two. They could draft another highly touted first round wide receiver. And then we're just kind of starting the process all over again. So we're all in agreement. Give us Ayuk or the mid-24 first. And let's move on to the next one. We love the player. We hated the landing spot, not just for him, but for his running back mate. So are we buying, selling, or holding Zach Charbonnet at the cost of Cam Akers or an early 24 second and the long-term expectation here is him being a mid-range running back two at best nate you love running backs kick it off for us sure do yeah um i i like zach Chabonet. i like yeah. zach Chabonet quite a bit um uh, he was my rb3 coming into the draft um love the talent that he showed at ucla under chip kelly and i am I'm willing to pay a 24 second for Zach Charbonnet. I'm willing to move off Cam Akers, certainly. Um, the 24 second, it would really depend on my team build. From a rebuilding team, I might look elsewhere because I think I can get maybe better value or a team that fits, I mean, a player that fits my timeline better. But if I need running back depth, I do not mind moving a 24 second for him. Um, Cam Akers, absolutely not a big believer in Cam Akers, never have been. Zach Charbonnet, he's not going to get a huge workload. We know that, but I think Zach Chauvinet has the ability. If he's going to get that, those receiving yards, receiving touches, you know, he's got the ability to break tackles, create yards after contact. I think he'll be efficient enough to still, you know, meet that RB two finish on a lot of weeks. Mm -hmm. This one's really hard for me Um, because after Cam Akers, there's just a lot of question marks on the, Los Angeles Rams. Oh, that sounds so weird. I, I want to say St. Louis so bad. I'm get, I know I'm getting old, everybody. You know, after him, we got uh, Bob Favorite, Kyron Williams. We got Zach Evans there. Ronnie Rivers. Nate, Ronnie Rivers. We got Royce Freeman somehow wow. um, on the roster as well. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with Cam Akers here, and I like I actually like Zach Sharp anymore, and that's fine. Nate, you can disagree with me. That's fine. We're not going to agree on everything, but here's why. I want the guy who I think is going to get 75 to 80% of the touches, honestly. And, you know, if especially if I'm making a push to try to win a championship, I think Cam Akers is going to give me the best shot of doing that right now. He's still young enough. He's only 23, if that serves, if memory serves me correctly. I I, I do not have that memory. Sorry, Mike. He is, I'm, I'm going to find out how old Cam Akers is right now. You, you could just keep talking and I could find out how old he is. Okay, well, he's also 5'10". Yeah, if you could. Uh, he's 24, so he's only 24. Um, you know, he, he's not old by any means. He's not hit that cliff yet. I think he's going to be better for me maybe this year and even next year than Zach Charbonnet is. So I'm going to take the Cam Akers side. Um, if it's an early 24 second, to be honest with you, I'd probably just draft Zach Charbonnet because most likely – or I would hold Zach Charbonnet. Most likely you drafted him – either at that spot or a little bit pre you know prior to that chev what are your thoughts here yeah i i expected zach charbonnet to come into the nfl and be a guy that could handle three downs in the nfl i thought he could have been one of those bell cow backs just so happens he lands on the seahawks but it's really not a bad thing being the second guy in the seahawks i don't think is going to be a hinder to his game i still think there's going to be plenty of touches for him is he going to be super productive like we want him to be absolutely not with kenneth walker there also, they added JSN as well. So that offense, to me, is really stacked at every position at this point. Uh, wide receiver, running back, they have all the pieces that they need. 
It's just if Gino can spread the ball around to everybody and make everybody happy at this point, and who knows? We know Seattle likes to run the football, but getting JSN, having Metcalf, having Lockett, like it's going to be hard to get away from throwing the football this upcoming year, I think, for them. But I still like Zach Charbonnet. I think there's a lot of potential in this game, catching the football and even rushing the football. I think he's a very mm-hmm. sneaky guy that just breaks tackles and finds a way to get extra yards. So I'm excited for Zach Charbonnet. I would keep him over those pieces. You know, we might not see the production early on, but I think there will be games where he performs really well. All right. So two against one. It's fine. Me against the world. I have no problem with that. So let's move on to the next one. Are you buying, selling, or holding Jordan Addison at the cost of Michael Pittman or a mid-24 first with the long-term expectation of him being a High end wide receiver too. Nate, I'm sorry. I got to kick it back to you. I think you were possibly the highest on Jordan Addison this off season. So let's just roll it right back to you and you kick it off. Yeah, I do love Jordan Addison. I was telling everyone before the draft, you guys should be excited because Jordan Addison is going to be drafted by a playoff team who need, who really needs a wide receiver too. And he's going to flourish in that position. And what happened? He went to the past heavy Vikings. Kirk Cousins is a, very good quarterback to toss the ball around and Justin Jefferson is taking that wide receiver cornerback one coverage Jordan Addison is my guy I mean he's going to score a lot of points this year his value is only going up from here on out he's going to probably be you know odds on favorite right now to be the highest productive rookie out of this wide receiver class based on his situation and talent and once that happens you know right now wide receiver 18 on keep trade cut He's going to be top 15 wide receiver, um, I think, very easily by the end of the season, especially with his youth going into the next offseason. This is the time to get him. I would be willing to move Michael Pittman to go after him and a, a mid-24 first. I think he's going to have good return on that value, plus also help my team productivity-wise this year, unlike some of these rookies we're talking about. Yeah, I love this. And look, Michael Pittman was wide receiver 20 last year, and that's in a, a PPR format. I definitely think that Jordan Addison could come in and do better than Michael Pittman can this year, even though Michael Pittman's a veteran, but he's got Anthony Richardson's going to be throwing him the ball. And look, do we think that Anthony Richardson will be a better long-term fantasy football quarterback than Kirk Cousins? Yes. Rushing, passing. I think he can. I think we can all agree on that. However, right now, Kirk Cousins is a better NFL quarterback than Anthony Richardson is. He can distribute the ball where it needs to be. I think they're going to pass a lot. Nate, you've talked on that a lot, especially with Alexander Madison being the guy there. Yep. Give me Jordan Addison. I also think the the player is just a better overall player than Michael Pittman, too. Give me Addison. He's going to smash this year. I, I really do think he is. Chev, agree, disagree. We're going three for three here. What are we doing? I'm in the same boat, man. I love where Addison landed up. Like Nate said, pass heavy Minnesota Vikings. And you have Kirk Cousins Mm -hmm. throwing the football. We know he can make plays. I even like K.J. Osborne this year being the guy that stretches the field for that team. I think he's going to help Jordan Addison get open even more in this offense. I know Addison's like wide receiver three or four on the depth chart right now. But let me remind you, Justin Jefferson was behind Bissy Johnson. and Oh, Bissy. Yes, he was. Don't fear. Jordan Addison is going to be an absolute talent this upcoming year. He's going to be some somebody that you want on your team. If you have the chance to acquire him, you need to go try to get this guy, in my opinion. It's important to note, too, that when Justin Jefferson came out, he was not the wide receiver one of his class unanimously. If you recall, there were people that had Jalen Rager ahead of him. Um, 
CD and CD. Yeah, I had, yeah, exactly. And you know what? I can't fault anybody. Obviously, looking back, the Jalen Rager uh, philosophy <laughs> that one didn't work out. Thanks, Harry Roseman. But uh, he was also told that um, you know he could only play the slot, this and that. So these guys, they can come in, they can do different things with NFL coaching. The Minnesota Vikings has shown they know how to coach up wide receivers. They really do. So we're all in on Jordan Addison. You should be too. And you know what else you should do? You should take a minute to pause and hear a word from our sponsors. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. All right, that was lovely. And now we're going to ask everybody, Chev, I'm going to start with you here. Are you buying, selling, or holding Devon A. Chain, say it right, at the cost of Alexander Madison or a late 24 first with the long-term expectation of him being a mid-range running back to no Dalvin Cook in Miami yet. There's been some rumors, been a lot of Dalvin Cook rumors. There's also Kareem Hunt rumors now where he visited Saints. He's going to visit Indy. Um, I wonder if that's just a shot to get Jonathan Taylor back with the team. I don't know. Uh, but, Chev, what are you doing here? Yeah, I, I'm trading him for a 24 first, a late first. I, I just like what I'm seeing in the next upcoming class. I believe in them a little bit more than what I saw from a chain this last year. I know he's a, a talented running back. He's just a smaller running back that is not super big, and that kind of worries me. Um, I'd much rather just wait and draft another player in the late 24 first next year and see if one of those other guys falls a little bit farther to me. I I think he has talent. I think he has potential to do things. I think you have to scheme it maybe a little bit more than some other players, which worries me a little bit. And that's why I much rather have the 24 first at this point. Even if I don't want to draft a player, I can trade it for maybe an aging veteran at this point and get those points that I need if I'm competing. Yeah, I don't hate this at all. Um, now here's the thing: I could go both, you know, one of two ways with this. I would trade him for the late 24 first. Nate's going to tell you why in a few minutes with some players. Um, but I would not trade him for Alexander Madison. At that point, I would rather hold Devon A-Chain and just be like, miss me with that, Alexander Madison. Throwback, Nate, you like that? I, like I that. do think um, a mid-range running back, too, is probably a good expectation to have for him this year. I think he could eventually – I know the long-term expectation in this exercise is of a mid-range running back, too, but I think he could be a high-end RB, too. In that system, you know, Mike McDaniel is going to coach him up real good. I know they rotate a lot of backs in there. Um, and I really think that if Dalvin Cook was going to be a thing in Miami, he would have been a thing in Miami already. I, there's got to be something going on with Dalvin Cook that he's not signed anywhere. It's just weird to me. Um, so, yes, on the late 24 first, no on Alexander Madison. Chev, did you, would you do him for, do him, would you trade him for Alexander Madison? I know you said the late 24 first. Yes or no on Madison? I'd much rather just have a chain at that point. I think he still has a lot of value to give. Madison, we've seen him. Yes, he could be good, but I think that team's just going to be pass-heavy this upcoming year and just really lean on Kirk Cousins in those wide receivers. Perfect. And Nate? I'm going to be on the same side as Chev. 
I'm moving off of Alexander Madison for Devon A. Chain. I'm not a huge A. Chain fan. And I think Dalvin Cook, I think he's going to sign with the Miami Dolphins, even if he doesn't. Um, a change just not going to have a ton of volume. Um, number one, because of size concerns, but also just the system. They rotate backs, the hot hand. Um, he isn't unlikely to be the running back one over the entirety of a season yeah. with that offense, with his size. So with that, there's going to be some inconsistency week to week that, you know, I don't like to have at the running back position, but he's still going to have a lot of talent, a lot of potential on those weeks that he's going to get a lot of carries. So I like the talent. I'd rather have him and his potential than Alexander Madison at this point, who I don't think is a very efficient back. They're not going to center the offense around him. But give me the 2024 late first. I like those guys there. I like guys like wide receivers, like Malik Neighbors coming out of LSU, um, Xavier Worthy coming out of Texas, uh, Romo Donze coming out of Washington. You know, there's a couple guys out there that are some fun wide receivers. Plus, we might have some running backs that kind of sneak into that spot as well late first next year. So uh, I'll, I'll take those those young players in the 24 class over aging. Yeah, I mean, I know that they ride the hot hand, but unfortunately, the hot hand that are listed in front of Devon A. Chain right now is injury prone hot hands. And Raheem Moster, Jeff Wilson Jr., these guys get banged up a lot. And then after get him, hot a lot, though, Savan Ahmed. Miles Gaskin still on the roster, man. I'll tell you what, Miles Gaskin, that's why he shows it's hard. If you are a later undrafted running back, it is hard to just keep your job. It really is, unfortunately. Um, just the way she likes. The, the Miami Dolphins backfield and 49ers backfield, what was like the 2020 season, just merge them together, and that's what you got right now. Yeah, yep. they pretty much they pretty much did. And they also have Chris Brooks there too. I'm not really uh, familiar with Chris Brooks. Um, but, you know, hey, real quick, are there any single tight ends we want on the tight end or on the, the Miami Dolphins? Got Durham Smythe, Eric Saubert, Tyler Croft, Elijah Higgins, Tanner Connor, and Julian Hill. Not really. Not great, really, news. Yeah. great news for Waddle and Hill there. It sounds great. <laughs> and hey, yeah. don't forget about the Fantasy Gazette favorite, Braxton Berrios, out of the slot. Yeah. Hey, hey, there's the Elijah Higgins experiment going on down there. What would that experiment be? Uh, wide College wide receiver turned NFL tight end. Well, then he would be turned fourth string NFL tight end currently as per our lads. So let's move on, shall we? Nate, are you buying? I'm starting with you on this one. It's a hometown. I are you that. buying, selling, or holding Zay Flowers at the cost of, ooh, tugging ooh. at Nate's heartstrings here, ooh. Jahan Dotson or a mid to late 24 first? We're talking the 108 to 110 range with the long-term expectation of him being a mid to a mid-range wide receiver too. And, hey, why don't you tell us what you think he's going to do this year too on top of it? All right. I'm going to split this one right down the middle. Give me Jahan Dotson. I mean, hey, we, I love Zay Flowers. I love his potential. love the new flavor of the month, you know. But Jahan Dotson, we're not leaving off Jahan Dotson. That's my most rostered player on across all my fantasy leagues. No one's even closer oh, to Jahan Dotson. Interesting. By far, I have more of him than any other player. I don't know who mine is. I'm keeping him. He probably was Michael P. Ryan at one point. <laughs> I dropped all my Michael P. Ryan's <laughs> But as for the mid, 20, mid to late 24 first, um, I, I would be willing to move that pick for Zay Flowers because I think Zay Flowers is going to have a productive rookie season, and therefore there's some value insulation there. I think his value will go up because I don't think OBJ is a long-term thing with the Ravens. Um, Rashad Bateman, I don't think he's going to have a second contract with the Ravens either um, just based off of early production in his career. Plus, he's kind of said some things on Twitter about um, Eric DaCosta and how they've uh, handled the wide receiver position over the last couple of years. So 
Don't think he's going to second contract. Zay Flowers is the guy there. And Todd Munkin, his offense coming from Georgia, he loves throwing to the slot receiver. Lamar Jackson's going to like throwing to Zay Flowers. Zay Flowers can play inside, outside. He's a weapon. They want to get him the ball. I'm excited to see what he does this season. I think he could have a top um, 30 season very easily, um, mm -hmm. even be a wide receiver too, if um, one of Bateman or OBJ are out to miss some time. Do you want to take a guess at who my most rostered player is? It's tight end. Ballinger. Oh, that's a good guess. Nate, you want to guess? Um, I was going to guess um, Sternberger, but that's also a, too old at this point. <laughs> so um, is it Bryson Hopkins? No, it's oh. not Bryson Hopkins. Thought about just sticking around. Tied. I have two a seven spot shares, one of Daniel Bellinger and one of Greg Dulcich. Greg Dulcich. Oh, Greg Dulcich. Uh, most rostered one. players. Yeah. Tight end oh. whisper. Back for the attack. Chef, what are your thoughts on this one here? I'm curious to see what you think, Zay Flowers or Jahan Dotson slash mid to late 24 first. Yeah, I'm all in on Zay Flowers this year. I think he is the wide receiver one in that offense. Yes, we do have Mark Andrews there, so some mm -hmm. targets are not going to go Zay Flowers' way. That's totally fine. I think Lamar is ready to come out and prove everybody wrong this upcoming year. Everybody has doubted him. Everybody's dropping him out of their top QBs. I think Lamar comes out hot and he's ready to just take over the NFL again. I think we see him pass the ball more. And I think Zay Flowers is a guy who we see his route running. We see him just dusting DBs this, this, this off season. And I think it's going to continue once we get to the regular season. So I'm projecting a huge year for Zay Flowers. I'm taking him over both of these Jahan Dotson and the pick. I just mm -hmm. think there's a lot of potential with him in that offense. And he, he's got the quarterback with him. Now, Jahan Dotson, Sam Howell and Jacoby Brissett, I'm not really sold on those guys yet, but I know what Lamar Jackson can do, and I know the kind of characteristics that he plays with. He plays with a chip on his shoulder. He has since day one after being picked so late. So I'm all in on Zay Flowers. Got to say, give me the Jahan Dotson side right now. And I do like Zay Flowers. I think he's in a good spot there. But look, you're going to be fighting for some targets. Mark mm -hmm. Andrews. You got guys that are just better NFL wide receivers right now. You got Odell Beckham Jr., Rashad Bateman, Nelson Aguilar. He's put together some good seasons. And we can't forget about new addition to the team, Laquan Treadwell, also on the Baltimore Ravens roster. All those first-round hey, picks. What, what are we doing here? We got Tylen Wallace, Devin Duvernay, James Prochet, Dante Demas, Makai Polk. They're hanging out in there. My man Charlie Kohler still chilling down there in the depth chart too after I like it. So the fact of the matter is, you know, I know what Nate's been saying, that Todd Munkin's offense is going to come and it's going to be more pass happy. We think that it's going to be. We haven't actually seen it yet. We know what an Eric Bieniemy style offense can be. It's going to look like a lot like an Andy Reid style of offense because, hey, that's where he was coaching for a while. Give me Jahan or give me death. Actually, just give me Jahan. I'm not ready to check out yet. And uh, at this point, I will just keep Zay Flowers over the mid to late 24 first. Um, yeah, and I think him being a mid-range mid -range wide receiver too is probably a really good expectation for him yeah. this year. Um, but I think he could probably be better than that in the next few years. It's going to be guys moving in and out of the wide receiver one range. That happens all the time. You so, do a shot bet for Zay or Jahan? I'll take Zay this year. You guys going to want um, Jahan or no? I'm going to take Jahan there. I will template for Nate. <laughs> I, I don't want to be part of this. <laughs> I lose either way. I don't like it's it. True. It's 
I'll let you guys take this one. Well, what if Jahan Dotson gets more yards, but the Ravens win the Super Bowl? Well, that, that I'll take that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Of course. Um, <laughs> all right. So last one. This is this is told just for me on this one. Wow. So are we going to Wait, buy Mike, sell? What like if it's just for you? Then you shouldn't read it. Well, I think Bob put this on here as a special favorite too. Someone should read it to you. Okay, fine. Then Nate, why don't you read it to me since it's your idea? All right. Mike, are you buying, selling, or holding Michael Mayer, Sam Laporta, and Luke Musgrave at the cost of – well, there's no cost here. I don't have a cost. (laughs) Bob didn't put a cost on there, so – it's okay. With the long-term expectation of being top 12 tight ends. Basically, Michael Mayer, Sam Laporta, Luke Musgrave, are these guys top 12 tight ends moving forward? Yeah, so there's a lot of projection here on this one. Here's how I would go, and I like I like all these guys for what it's worth. I like every tight end that declares for the NFL draft, whether I should or not. <laughs> um, but this is the way I'm going to do it. I'm going to buy Sam Laporta. I actually think that he's probably the guy who's – Right now, head and shoulders above these other two. And again, it's not knocking their talent. We're talking situation. I just like what's going on here. I'm going to buy Sam Laporta. Unfortunately, I'm going to sell Luke Musgrave. Look, another weapon for Jordan Love. He's got a lot of weapons out there. We still don't actually know what a Jordan Love level offense looks like. We're anticipating it's going to be pretty decent. I'm excited to see what happens. Chev's excited to not see Aaron Rodgers in a Green Bay Packers uniform anymore. Let's give it up for the Jets. Doing Chev a solid. Hey, much love. Catch me at MetLife Stadium on uh, October fifteenth. Eagles Jets. I will be there. Fun wow. fact: It's cheaper for me to go to an Eagles game at a different stadium than it is the link. It's well, not Jeff Lurie. Well, don't that worry, Chev, too- because Kirk Cousins' contract is up after this year, so Aaron Rodgers will end up there just like Brett Favre. Hey, it's 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 getting manifested. I can see it in the future. I see it happening. That would be pretty funny, though. And uh, I'm going to hold on to Michael Mayer. Austin Hooper is the only guy on the tight end depth chart ahead of him. And since Austin Hooper has left the Atlanta Falcons, he's just been a disappointment. He's been a a guy who's been just an average NFL starting tight end, maybe even below average, and nothing for fantasy. I do think that, yeah, Austin Hooper, Garrett Price, favorite. (laughs) Um, But I do think it's just a matter of time before Michael Mayer is the guy, um, probably the second leading target slash receiver eventually for the Raiders because after Devontae Adams and Jacoby Myers, it gets a little sketchy there on the Raiders' depth chart. And Raiders fans, you had better hope Jimmy Garoppolo plays the entire season. (laughs) Hope and pray. Because if not, it goes to um, Brian Hoyer and Aiden O'Connell. Who dog? So that's why I'm buying Sam Laporta. Um, holding Michael, Michael Mayer and selling Luke Musgrave. Do you guys want to chime in on that too? Um, I, I like what you said. I guess I would technically buy Michael Mayer. I feel like he's a good value right now. People are not thinking of him as one of the top tight ends. They're all excited about Sam Laporte and Dalton Kincaid. Um, but Michael Mayer, for much of the entire pre-draft cycle, was everyone's tight end one. So let's remember that. Um, and I'll hold on to Sam Laporte, sell Luke Musgrave. I'm in the same yep. boat with Nate there. Okay, great. And uh, hey, just so you know, you would have heard about Sam Laporta before anyone else if you yeah. checked out our Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Round. We had a bunch of new people sign up for Patreon this past week or so. Two or three new people. Always excited. And look, come join the Cool Kings Club. Again, Patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Rewind. For as little as a dollar a month, if you sign up for a year, 
Check this out. A year, it's $10.80 for 24-7 access to the boys. We got three tiers total, five and $10 tier. I don't want to tell you all about it. Make sure you go check it out. Again, patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Rewind. And if you have any startups happening, you got a rookie draft still coming. Payup.com forward slash Dynasty Rewind. We got guides on there. We got, you can get your roster reviewed. Whatever you want, baby, we got it. I think that was a good way to end the show. What do you guys think? I like my it. music. <laughs> you want some music? I got some music for you, Seth. So until next time, everybody, remember, if you're going to see a Taylor Swift concert, SeatGeek.com. Use the promo code Dinosaur for $20 off your first ticket purchase. That's huge in today's economy. Thanks, Biden. Um, I already talked about pay up. I already talked about Patreon. Make sure you check out our friends over at Underdog. Use promo code Rewind, all caps, all one word, for your first deposit match of $100. Place the best ball with Dan. He would be smitten if you did that. So, till next time, everybody, Chev and Nate. Hopefully, we see you all at the expo. We're in the back right corner. Come check us out, shake hands, and guess what? We got stickers. Hope to see you there, everybody. Thanks for, thanks for listening and watching. <laughs>